0: The following is another Classic hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Bauer, right corner, fakes the
1: three, makes a nice move around the defender. Nobody helps. She'll lay it up and in and draw the foul. Allie Bauer now has a game-high 18 points. Tonight,
0: it's a Buffalo County matchup in Elm Creek as the Ravenna Blue Jays battle the Elm Creek Buffaloes. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports
1: Club. Bauer, jump past Lewandowski, left corner back to Bauer, turns off the glass and in. So a little bit of a spark here for the Blue Jays. Both girls' teams are rated in the
0: top five in their respective classes, while everyone is looking for some momentum heading into next week's conference tournaments. It's the Blue Jays and the Buffaloes coming up next. But first, it's the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Elm Creek with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda, right after this word from New Tech Seed.
1: And good afternoon, everyone, from the Metro. It's Friday Night Basketball, Carney Bearcats style here on Classic Hints 989 and the World Wide Web at Plant River Tonight, Carney High takes on the Warriors of Omaha West Side, and what a matchup it has been since this rivalry. It's not a rivalry, but since this schedule has come together, the girls' game have been two outstanding contests. Two years ago here, kind of a controversial ending. Carney lost in overtime by one and West Side went on and won the Class A Girls State Championship. Last year, West Side highly rated again, and the Carney defense came out and was able to shut West down early, grab a lead and go on an upset West Side at the old Carney High Gym sixty to fifty-one. But if Carney's gonna pull the upset tonight, not only do they have to play good defense, they have got to find their offense. After starting eight and three, they have dropped three straight games, and again, they're all the good teams. Uh, what we knew coming into the month that the Carney girls' schedule was going to be much tougher on paper than the Carney boys' schedule. Just about everyone they have played since the North Platte game. Has been a state-rated team, and they still, Carney still has the only win over the number one team in the state in Lincoln Northeast by a score of 59 to 49. But losses on the road to Millard North, Lincoln Southwest, and Lincoln East, where the Millard North game, it was nip and tuck the entire way, just could never get the lead in the fourth quarter. Lincoln Southwest and Millard and Lincoln East, they only scored single digits. In the first half, nine points in the first half to Lincoln Southwest, and we're down 14 at halftime before losing by six. And then the drought against Lincoln East is something that you just don't even want to talk about. Six points in the first quarter, none in the second and it took a while to get any points in the third, and they fell forty-five to twenty-five. They will not be able to afford that tonight against a Omaha West side team that averages fifty-eight points per ballgame and may have the best player in class A in Quinn Weideman, The 5'8 junior averages twenty points per contest. This is the new tech seed pregame show. We'll look at the starting lineups right after
2: this.
1: Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Kearney Lady Cats. no change in their lineup for most of the season. Number three is a 5'9 sophomore, Alexis Michoud. Number four, the team's leading scorer at just under 13 points a game is a 5'9 senior, Mariah Rost. Number five, 5'6 senior, Kelsey Clark. Number 14, a 5'5 junior, Avery Wood. And number 34, a 5'8 senior, Lauren Strubing. The head coach of the Lady Cats is Jason Boyd, assisted by Don Clark, Carmen Grant, and J.D. Carson. Carney is ranked 10th in Class A with a record of 8-6. and six. We'll come back and take a look at the starting lineup for the Lady Warriors of Westside right after this on the New Tech C pregame show.
3: Carney for a free estimate.
1: Continuing on with the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank. Now the lineups for the Warriors of Omaha West Side. And we will start with number five, a five-five sophomore Riley Nolan. Number ten, a five-six senior, Ravion Pullum. Number twenty-four, five ten senior Kennedy Beda. Number 30, a 5'7 freshman in Ella Weddegren, and the All-Stater, number 32, 5'8 junior, Quinn Weideman, the leading scorer at just under 20 points per ball game. The head coach at Westside is Steve Clark, assisted by Jamie Davis, Kalen Carlson, Dave Martin, Tom Barasco, and Bo Schwenka. Westside comes in with a record of 16 2, ranked third in the World Herald, fifth in the Lincoln Journal Star. Their losses, coincidentally, did come back to back. In the Metro Tournament Championship game to Millard South by four. And then the first game after that at Omaha North, 67 to 55. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank in Kearney. There is a special uh, cancer awareness night here. That is the applause that you hear in the background right now. And uh, the family of Quinn Weidemann, who has a brother that plays on the uh, boys team in Cal Weidemann. He's just a freshman. and We understand grandparent uh, going through the cancer treatment right now, but on hand. And uh, they are honoring them here tonight with special black T-shirts. Uh, that talk about defeat cancer, and we are lucky that there are no injuries to report here to start this girls' contest. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Carney. The boys' game, which will follow at around 7:15, Carney will come in as the favorite tonight. And you may have followed the story with the transfer here at Omaha West Side. Anthony Bratton was their top player, and he decided that he didn't want to stay here anymore, wanted to go to Omaha South. That didn't work out, and so he's now at Omaha Burke, and if you kept up with that story in the World Herald, it has also changed Omaha Public Schools transfer rules down here. So they've battled through that. They're just 4-12, and 12, but... They went to Norfolk earlier in the month and only lost by one point. So when they play, they're as good as most of the Metro teams. It's just that they haven't won the majority of the games so far this year. For Carney, they're looking for their eighth straight boys win, setting it 10-4. and four. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed Pre-Game Show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Westside and Carney High next Aurora
0: Cooperative Animal Nutrition Team is eager to serve your livestock production needs. Hello, this is Cody Heinrich. With winter in full swing, now is the time to start thinking about your spring mineral, livestock supplements, and equipment needs. Our Aurora team focuses on a personalized approach for your operation that includes customized ration balancing that works for you. Contact me or your local Aurora Cooperative animal nutritionist to learn more and take advantage of our early mineral and supplement booking programs.
1: Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, and your future. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school athletics, and we'll see if Carney High can uh, get the upset here in the girls' game and then hold serve in the boys' contest. We remind you that our games are always available to listen to live online, podcast, and we'll also have photos up from this weekend's games that you can look at, download for free, use as you want, and those are always Online at plattriverpreps.com, plattriverpreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Also, a reminder: we'll follow the Bearcats tomorrow. They play at Lincoln High, an afternoon matinee, and we will have that for you on ESPN 1460, starting at 2:45. We're ready to get our varsity action underway. The traveling blue with black and white trim for Carney, the home white with black and red trim for West Side. The Warriors will move from right to left. The Bearcats from left to right as you view it along your radio dial. The opening tap going to be won here by Alexis Mishu. It'll be chased down by Kelsey Clark. So Carney will get the ball here and come out and face a Warrior man-to-man defense. Clark works her way to the right wing. Stops there. She's cut off and kicks it back out top to Ross. Over on the left wing, they'll give it to Avery Wood. Wood holds the ball above her head. About five feet behind the three-pointer, back out to Rost against this athletic warrior defense. Mariah puts the ball on the floor, drives to the right corner, wants the baseline, still has the dribble, cannot shake Quinn Weideman who is playing her defensively. So they'll get it inside, and we're going to get a jump ball as Mishu falls into the trap. And Carney will turn it over on their opening possession without getting a look at the bucket. Real nice gymnasium here. They've got video boards that would rival Most colleges across the country. And real nice setup here at Omaha West Side is Wideman. They run a lot of curl screens at the top, running the weave back to Wideman off the left wing, kicks it over to the freshman. Wettergren, she'll put up the three and knock it down. Wettergren, who is not one of the best. Uh, Top scorers on the team, though, comes in and hits the three-pointer to start things off here for Westside. The jab, the 3-0 lead. Back cut to Wood. Wood comes in as the ball knocked out of her hand on the way up, but Strubing runs it down. Lauren, kicks it back on on the wing to Clark. Skip pass up top, Mishu on the right wing, weak side, Avery Wood. Picked up there by Riley Nolan. Wood gets it down the block, got a reach-in foul, going to be called on the freshman, Wettergren, as they tried to get it inside to Kelsey Clark. So that'll be the first foul of the game, and Cardi High will inbound it underneath their own hoop. Throwing it in will be Kelsey Clark. Box the lane, lob it up top to Wood. Looked for Strubing. Strubing pops out to take it and swings it over to the right side. Clark comes off the screen. Can't shake the switch, though, as Westside steals the basketball away. Up the floor, Riley Nolan. Nolan, good crossover, gets in the paint. Really wants the shot, can't get it away. Carney nearly ties her up. Coach Boyd wanted the call. Instead, they'll get it in the corner for another three by Quinn Weideman. So the first two threes of the game belong to Omaha Westside. And that makes it six to nothing here out of the gate. For the number three team in Class A. And Carney three possessions and three turnovers. Can't score if they don't shoot. And that's part of what we've seen the problem be for Carney High already earlier this year. And it's not a good first two minutes here for the Bearcats. Trailing 6 to nothing. as Wideman will bring the ball up the floor. Ball poked away. She goes back and gets it as they double-team her. Now she picks the dribble up and gets it to Riley Nolan. Still way out around midcourt. Bearcats also trying to box at one here. Making sure they know where Wideman is at all time. Beta trying to get open down low. Instead, Nolan drives, put up to the left hand layup. It is no good. And we get another jump ball situation between Mariah Rost and Kennedy Bita. The arrow this time pointing the way of the Bearcats. 549 to go in the first quarter of play. And it's Omaha West Side 6. Carney nothing. West side putting out some full court pressure. Clark distributing right back to Clark and she's able to dribble it uncontested across the timeline. Then stops at twenty-eight feet. Gives it off to Alexis Mishu on the right wing. Back up top, Strubing reverse it to Clark. Clark looking for the screen. Up top, Ross. she has got to look at it three, and Mariah has it skipping and out. No good. Offensive rebound, Wood had it. And then it is knocked off of her hands and out of bounds. They let Westside do a little pushing and grabbing there, and Coach Boyd saying that's why we lost the basketball. And he's saying, come on. He still doesn't get the explanation. So Westside'll get it and Carney's going to need to get a few calls tonight as well as they get it over on the right wing to uh, Wettergren. Wettergren tries to get it inside and nobody home. Westside will turn it over. 6 nothing Carney. Of course the last time that Carney was here, they may have flat out lost the game because of some calls that went against him as it went to overtime as we said in the open then Westside went on in one state. Clark with the ball up top, picks the dribble up, gives it over the left wing. Wood trying to find a way to get inside, and they're going to call a double dribble on Kearney High. Uh, Carney Bearcats have had one shot attempt, and that was a rost three here in the first three minutes of the game. They've turned it over four times, 6-0 west side. As Weideman brings it up top, swings it into the corner to Wettergren. Wettergren back up top, looking for Weideman. Instead, they'll get it to Nolan. Riley, Kicks it back into the corner. Wettergrin, a quick three. That one's going to come up short. No good. Offensive rebound pulled down by Pullum. They'll drive baseline. Trying to kick it into the paint. And it's going to be stolen away. Coming out of there with a the basketball is Clark. Trying to go all the way, but cut off. Kearney a little hesitant to finish the dribble drive there in transition. Skip it over to Wood. Avery skips it back to the right side. Into the hands of Mariah Ross from Strubing. Ross brings it down low. Wideman all over. And finally, after the ball hits the bottom of the backboard, they'll call the foul. So the first foul of the game on Quinn Wideman. Second foul of the game on Omaha West Side, And Mariah Ross will go to the charity stripe, try and get Carney on the board here from the free throw line. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney Grand Island Hastings, and Preps.com. Free throw is right through there for Carney's leading score. First sub of the game will come from Westside. Jasmine McGinnis Taylor is another freshman, but she's the tallest player on the roster at six-one. And check it out, will be Kennedy Bita. Second free throw, Rost is in as well. So Mariah gets Carney on the board, and they'll put a little ball pressure in the backcourt, but no problem for Westside. Quickly up the floor, Wideman dumps it into the corner to Riley Nolan, right side. Up top, they'll go to Wedegren. Wedegren off the curl screen, hands it to Pullum, back on the wing. Nolan, good quick ball movement, Westside's just fast, they're quick, they're really moving a lot without the basketball, and one-on-one look to be a stronger team right now, as the freshman who just checked in, will take a little flat-footed 10-foot shot, and it is no good, Mariah Ross will get the rebound off the McGinnis-Taylor miss, and the long outlet pass is out of bounds, and Carney turns it over for the fifth time, here in the first four minutes of the ball game. West Side hit their first two threes, but now they've actually quieted down, haven't scored for two minutes. Six to two, West Side here with 3:40 to go in the first quarter, and it'll be Wideman taking it to the left elbow, handing it off to Pullum. Pullum dribbles up top, curl screen. Nolan just trying to lose somebody in traffic. over will run the left wing to Wideman, who's on the weak side. Skip pass all the way across into the corner to the freshman. Wedigren puts it up, no good. A little push off underneath, and McGinnis Taylor will get the rebound. Kick it back out top. With the right hand dribble, crossing over, nice move. Nolan down the paint, scoops it up and in. That's athleticism there for Riley Nolan, the five-five sophomore. That's the first two-point bucket of the game for either team. 3:15 to go in the first. Eight to two, West Side here on Carney High. Strobing comes all the way out top to the left wing. Good bounce pass to Wood. Wood missed the five-footer. The ball's off a of foot, out of bounds, and it's going to belong to West Side, who brings in Anna Sheehan and Carolyn Leibel off the bench. And setting down will be Riley Nolan and Weddegren And Coach Boyd's going to go to the bench for the first time. He'll bring in the younger Wood, Addison Wood, the freshman, along with Claire Vanderbeek, the normal first two subs here. Addison Wood and Strubing will check out of the ball game. 8-2 West Side with the basketball. Under three minutes to go here in the first quarter of play. Inside they try to get it to Taylor, and she is going to be fouled. By Vanderbeek, reaching over the top. Claire Vanderbeek, first personal foul of the game for, for, uh, excuse me, yeah, for Carney their first foul. Now Westside to throw it in. Open in the corner, but passing on the three is Anna Sheehan. Gets it off to Pullum. Pullum kicks it back out top to Leibel, and she'll pull it out to the center circle. Into the right-hand corner, going for the steal as Mishu couldn't get it, but West side decides not to attack the baseline. Keep it around the perimeter right now. Wideman has the ball, guarded out top by Kelsey Clark. Nothing there. They'll try it again. They've run a lot of offense through the right side. This time they'll try the left wing to Sheehan. Back up top. Here's Wideman a long three. It's no good. Rebound tipped into the hands of Vanderbeek, and then she is fouled. Foul's going to be called on Carolyn Leibel, Her first and the team's third. So after hitting their first two three-pointers, Westside has now missed three in a row. And running in will be Lauren Fair. Lauren, a 5'10 junior. Sylvia, who's also on the team, a sophomore. A little deeper down the depth chart here for Omaha West Side. Eight to two Westside, 220 to go here in the first quarter, and Carney's offensive struggles continue here over the last two weeks. And they're just not even getting shots. Uh, looking to get it inside. The ball's knocked away. We get another jump. The arrow points the way of west side. Turnover number six for Carney High. 2.09 to go here in the first quarter. Carney's going to have to hang their hat on defense. They're going to have to force some turnovers themselves that maybe lead into transition buckets. Two turnovers so far as Wideman puts the floater up on the right wing from 10. No good. Ball tapped out of bounds by the Warriors. And Carney High will take over. So again, West Side, after hitting the first two threes, has slowed it down, but Carney hasn't been able to do anything with it. So you got to be pleased defensively and the way Carney has played here over the last four minutes. But let's see what they can do offensively. There's nothing inside right now. Again, trying to get it up top. Vanderby gets tipped away, but the Bearcats cannot handle the basketball. Stolen away, Wideman. Wideman to the other end. They tried to foul her but couldn't catch her, and she'll lay it up and in. 5 points now for Quinn Wideman and it is 10 to 2 in favor of Westside. Minute 35 to go here in quarter number 1. Rost on the right wing guarded by the taller Wideman skips it over to Vanderbeek, puts up a 14 footer, sets on the rim, no good. Wideman's there underneath to pull down the rebound for the Warriors. She'll hustle it up the floor, cut off there by Wood on the left side of the key, they'll get it to Sheehan and under the corner, left side to Lauren Fair. Spreading the floor against the Carney zone. 1-10 to go here in the first quarter. Open jumper fair from 15 left corner is good. And Lauren is the fourth different West Side player to score here in the first quarter, and the lead grows to 10 at 12 to 2. Bearcats trying to get it up top to Vanderbeek. Every time they went to the high post, West Side just anticipates it, and knocks it away. This time Carney did grab it. They'll get it on the right wing to Mishu. and she'll have to throw it back up top to Rost. Rost uses the screen from Vanderbeek. Pick and roll. They got it into Claire. Makes an extra pass and kicks it back out top. Here's a three-pointer. Mishu is off the mark. No good. Rebound brought down by Addison Wood, and they'll skip it over to Rost. 28 seconds to go here in the first quarter. I think Carney, during this stretch here the last couple of weekends, are starting to be scared to shoot the basketball. They weren't earlier in the year, even if they didn't score a ton. But Vanderbeek passed up a five-footer. And now they'll have to try and get a shot away here in the last 10 seconds. Kelsey Clark up top against the man-to-man. Six seconds still at midcourt to Vanderbeek. Nobody cutting. Finally, they'll get it inside. Mishu grabs it, shoots it, and draws the foul, but it would not roll in with under a second to go here. Carney is only going to have free throws in the first quarter. Fouls on Carolyn Leibel. She's got her second. And Alexis Mishu goes to the line to shoot two free throws with 0.3 remaining here in the first quarter and the free throw is good. Second free throw coming up. And Mishu will put this one up and it bounces off no good and that is the end of the first quarter of play. The score Omaha West Side 12 Carney 3 here on
3: Classic Hits. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight-hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. your game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th.
2: Be there. With our producer, engineer,
1: and Smith, Doug Duda with you on Classic It's 98.9 and com. As we head to the second quarter of play, it is Omaha West Side 12 and Carney High 3. The Bearcats zero field goals in the first quarter, and it is starting to become a trend here for the Bearcats, and uh, not to beat the dead horse, but that is exactly where they're at, so... Whatever they worked on in practice this week didn't work here against Westside early on. They're trying to come out to meet the ball, and Kearney turns it over. Eighth turnover for the Bearcats. Westside has two, rebounds four for Carney, five for Westside. Westside has not been to the line, Carney three for four. Three-point shooting, the Bearcats 0 oh for two, and Westside two for five. A nine-point lead right now for Westside with the basketball starters back in there. Wettergren, the freshman, rotates it up to uh, Wideman, Back over in the left-hand corner, Wettergren drives baseline. Beautiful jump pass out for a three-pointer. Riley Nolan, no good. And the rebound grab by the Bearcats. Mishu with her first. Alexis will get it to Kelsey Clark, who brings it into the front court right side. Now backs it out, trying to get a high one for, trying to get some screens set here. Westside's athletic enough to get them, and they'll get it to Wood. She'll come off the screen, put the jumper up, no good. Vanderbeek with the rebound, kicks it out to the younger Wood, and Addison cannot get it to go. Ball is loose, and it'll be grabbed there by Riley Nolan. And up the floor, she'll come, kicks it into the corner for a three, which is good for Rabion Pullum, Fifteen points on the board. For Omaha West Side, just three for Carney. Great defense here by West Side. It's frustrating for Carney right now. With it on the left wing, way out there is Avery Wood up top to Addison on the right elbow, trying to set it off the screen. Vanderbeek gives it to Wood, but Wood gets farther away from the hoop. Now needs somebody to throw it to, and gets it back out top for a reset. Kelsey Clark, ball on the left wing. Clark now up top from Mishu. Guarded there by Pullum. Drives to the right wing, gets to the baseline, runs into the double team. Daniel Dirk's in there. Shut her off. So it's back out to the Woods. Avery to Addison. Back up top to Clark. Long possession here for Carney High and a reach-in foul going to be called on the Warriors. Wettergren with her second. Fifth team foul here on West Side. Only one so far on Carney, and the Bearcats will throw it in. In front of the west side bench. Addison Wood to do so. See if they can get something off of an inbounds play. Vanderbeek sprints backside, but they just throw it in short. Now lob it underneath, and it's over Clark's head. And out of bounds. Checking in for the Bearcats. Mariah Rost, who sat the first two minutes there in the corner. And Addison Wood will check out. So carney has got their original five starters in there, except Stroobing's still resting, and Vanderbeek is on the floor. So Omaha Westside with a basketball, and Weideman brings it up the floor. Kind of the general right now. Ball fake three, nice drive into the lane. One-hand right-hand floater, no good. Vanderbeek will grab her third rebound here for Carney. High. Hands it off to Mariah Rost. Rost stops and gets it to the trailer. Clark at the top of the circle, back to Rost. Has a one-on-one. Doesn't want anything to do with taking it at Weideman off the screen Vanderbeek, they'll get a three away Clark. It's off the front of the iron, no good. Fighting for the board, Riley Nolan will come out on there with it for the Warriors and she wants to go coast to coast, gets into the paint, kicks it out for another three pointer. That is good. them with back-to-back three pointers here to start the second quarter. So the first two makes of the first quarter were threes for the Warriors and the first two in the second quarter are also three pointers. 18 to 3 West Side. 5 10 to go, first half. Again, trying to get it down to the baseline. The ball is tipped. Carney thought it was going to go out of bounds. Almost saved, but it did go out. Nolan was tracking it down. Strooping back in for the Bearcats. Now the five starters are on the floor. And Bita in for West Side, And Carney is going to use a full length timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land and National Bank. West Side 18, Carney 3, 5.03 to go, first half. Also tonight, just getting underway on 1230 AM KHAS and Platriverpreps.com. it's the Centennial Conference Boys Semifinal from Chapman Gymnasium as Hastings St. Cecilia is taking on Boys Town, of course, led by Teddy Allen, who's had a heck of a week. Prep Classic Saturday, had a quadruple double, and then he scored 42 against Central Catholic on a Tuesday night of the semifinals. Here, just trying to find some points, the Carney Bearcats. Off the back door, lob to Ross. It'll be tipped out of bounds. The Warriors know what Carney's going to do. That's the key here. They just know what Carney's going to do. That doesn't mean Carney's not running what they're supposed to run and getting cuts and making passes. Westside's just jumping the route every single time. It's like telling the other team that you're going to run the ball every down as the inbounds pass comes to Strubing. Right on the right block. Her shot no good. Rebound brought down by Pullum. 18-3 Westside, and they've been doing it from the outside. They've hit four threes. And they continue to keep that ball around the outside against the zone. Wideman has five of their points, averaging 20 a game. Then Pullum has hit two threes here in the quarter. It's not like there's been a big run here by Westside as Weideman inside. Carney got a hand on the basketball, forced her to travel. That'll be the third turnover here for Westside. And Carney High going to face some backcourt pressure. Because there have been so few two-point buckets, Warriors haven't put that on much. They come back after a made three. Carney trailing 18-3. to We're at the 4:15 mark of the second quarter, and they're still looking for a bucket. All three points have been from the line. Warriors just extending that defense. It almost looks like they're playing zone, but it is a man, and finally driving in. Alexis Michoud, but her layup won't go. She does draw the foul. And well, the foul will be called on Bita, her first sixth team foul. Mishu made one of two free throws in the final second of the first quarter. She'll get two here, and the first one is no good. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll take a look at the first half stats. What else is going on tonight? Plenty of conference basketball tournaments. Second free throw up, and it is good. So Mishu gets one of two, the first point of the second quarter at the 4-0-3 mark for Kearney. It's a free throw, and now they're come away with the steal. At midcourt, Alexis Mishu tries to dump it underneath to Wood, but she's covered, so they kick it out for a three. Rost, no good, and the rebound comes down to Anna Sheehan. Sheehan, outlet pass right, baseline Nolan. Skip pass out to Weideman Drop step, drives left baseline into the double team. Back out Nolan, 4-3. It is no good. Players hit the floor. Carney picks it up off the floor. And the rebound credited here to the Bearcats in Kelsey Clark. Carney wants to run, but the numbers aren't there. So they'll hit the trailer. Now over to Wood. She'll try the three, partially blocked in there by Weideman, And here comes Weidemann with the basketball. 18-4, Westside. And not a whole lot to write home about, even for Westside. Wideman another three. It's no good. And the rebound comes down to the Bearcats. Lauren Strubing will have her first of the game. And you got to wonder, as good as Westside is, and this, this is one of the reasons they struggled last year, they shot a lot of threes against the zone, didn't make them. And if they had the same one-for-percentage here, it would be like 9-4 game as Carney gets it down to Strubing. Strubing dribbles in and off her foot, out of bounds. Tenth turnover for Carney High, and in for the bearcats will be Ellie Dahlgren, so Dahlgren slides in here for Avery Wood eighteen to four the score remains in favor of omaha West side two forty five to go in the second quarter. West Side basketball. they break that press fire it underneath, but peter doesn 't want the shot out. Top Wideman swings at right side, libel, another three, another one that is missed. The rebound comes all the way out top to Sheehan so they 'll have a second chance opportunity here. For the Warriors. Carney extends that zone. Another three. This time it's good for Anna Sheehan. That's basically all the offense that Westside has. Sheehan knocks down her first bucket. Three threes in the quarter here for Westside, equaling their nine points, 21 to four. In the paint, they finally get it to Dahlgren. She makes a little room, puts it up off the glass. It won't go, and nobody grabs the rebound. And they pointed the way of Carney. Looks like they're going to say that the shot was partially tipped when Dahlgren uh, took the turnaround jumper. And so it will be Bearcat basketball underneath their own hoop. So Clark will throw it in. On the wing, strewing, Then Clark comes back up top to face the hoop. Back on the left wing to Ross. Mariah drives baseline, and she's going to be fouled. Wideman with the blocking foul on the baseline, and that'll be Quinn's second. And we'll go to the line because we're in the bonus. One and one. Seven fouls called on west side. One on Carney, And that's because they stay in that zone. Some deep threes the Warriors are shooting. And it'll be Mariah Ross who made a couple of free throws in the first quarter. Takes the dribble. Puts the free throw up. And it is in and out. Off the glass and still won't go. And the rebound brought down by McGinnis-Taylor who has checked back in, outlet pass for the layup, Carolyn Leibel, 23-4 in favor of the Warriors. They just continue to extend the lead on another timeout, going to be called here by Carney High. With 1.45 to go in the first half of play, the Bearcats are still looking for their first field goal. West side 23, Carney 4. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank could do for you, local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. 1.45 to go here in the first half of our girls' contest. It's all west side, but not as dominating as it could be. 23 to 4 is the score. And Bearcat basketball, Kelsey Clark brings it up. Bounce pass over to Strubing. And everything is out wide, trying to get some opening in the lane. But the Warriors sag off enough on this man-to-man that uh, it's like they've got six, seven kids as Dahlgren will drive. And finally, the Bearcats will put a ball in the hoop from the field. Ellie Dahlgren just put her head down and put it in. 23-6, the 120 mark. And at the other end, West Side will answer right back as they got it into Jasmine McGinnis-Taylor. And her layup will answer. to go here for the first half of play. And Clark gets it to the right baseline, steps up under. The shot is contested. It's no good. Leibel with the rebound. And they'll push the ball up the floor, three on three. Kick on the left wing, into the corner. They go to Pullum. Pullum gets it down to the block. There's Taylor again. Her shot no good. Strubing will grab the loose basketball. 40 seconds remains in the half. Outlet pass Mishu. She'll pull up from six and take the shot. I think Coach Boyd just told his girls, shoot the ball. Just shoot it. First time you get a look, shoot the ball. It can't be any worse than what's going on. Shoot the ball, and they've got back-to-back buckets. And now a steal out around midcourt. Going to the other end is Clark, but chasing her down and knocking it out of bounds is Sheehan. Looked like Clark was going to win that race for a layup, but Sheehan just got a fingertip on it. Bearcat ball underneath their own hoop. 21 seconds to go here in the half. Inbound at deep left corner to Strubing. Out to Ross, running Clark off some screens, but she can't get open, so Mariah drives down the lane. Scoop shot, good, and she has fouled a chance for a three-point play. Mariah Ross, Carney, goes 14 minutes without a field goal, and then they score three in a minute. Crazy world of sports. The foul was called on Libel, and she now has three here in the first half. Free throw by Rost is up, and it is in to complete the three-point play. So that'll make it 25 to 11. Multiple subs here for the last 15 seconds of the half. West side trying to get one more bucket, get it up to midcourt to pull him, pull him. Makes the pass picked off by Clark. Clark makes the steal. Clark brings it into the paint. Clark scoops shot up and around and in. And Kearney High actually has some momentum going into halftime. They've cut the 19-point deficit to 12 in a minute and a half. Simple basketball by Kearney. They were trying to run offense and weren't getting anywhere. They finally said, take it to the hoop. And they put up nine quick points. It's not pretty, but at least it is not a 20-point deficit going into halftime. Westside, the number three team in the state, still has the lead, really on the power of a bunch of three-pointers. They've hit five of them, and it's Westside 25, Carney 13. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up next.
2: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's.
1: and welcome back to West Side High School for Friday night basketball here on Classic Hits 989 it's time now for the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business and residential service Ravenna Sanitation your trash collection connection find them in your local yellow pages at halftime third ranked Omaha West Side leads 10th ranked Carney High by a score of 25 to 13 but until the last 90 seconds there of the half, it was way worse. The Bearcats were down 23 to four and had not scored a field goal until there was a minute 20 remaining in the half, and then they get four of them in the last minute 20 to at least get back in the, the ball game. So if they found something in that final 90 seconds that they can carry over into the third quarter, I think that they can compete with West Side. Their defense was definitely good enough. Uh, West Side cast up. 12, uh, making it 11 three-pointers, and they made five of those. They didn't do much inside except get it to McGinnis-Taylor. So we'll see uh, if Westside can get something going offensively as well. Way more of a defensive game. In fact, it was 18-4 to for a long, long time in the second quarter. Coming up next, the boys game. Carney High looking for their eighth consecutive win. Of course, uh, they have put it together uh, since the Christmas holiday tournament. And uh, during that stretch, They were able to win an overtime game against Northeast. They went to Millard North a couple of weekends ago and got a big win there. And then last weekend, they took care of business uh, with Lincoln Southwest and beating Lincoln East pretty convincingly at home. Nobody on their roster or on their schedule until Norfolk on February the 10th has a winning record. West side, Lincoln High tomorrow, then home against Hastings in Grand Island, and then at Papio South on February the 4th. So uh, Kearney high the possibility to keep it going. We knew this when they got into this stretch here. We thought maybe Millard North would be the only team that could uh, give them a tussle, and Kearney played one of their better games of the year uh, two weeks ago on Saturday. So can Carney get five more and run this winning streak to 12 in a row and get to 15-4 and four after a 1-3 and three start? Well, Coach Drake Boronic obviously, one game at a time, and they'll try and knock off another team here tonight in Westside who... Doesn't have a great record at 4-12, and 12, but of course they lost Anthony Bratton at the beginning of the season. He wanted to transfer to South. That didn't work. He's at Omaha-Burke, if you follow the story over the uh, month of December and uh, some of the changes to the rules. Uh, but Anthony Bratton, who was at Westside, was the center of that whole story. For Westside, they've beaten Lincoln High, Omaha Northwest, Bellevue East and Omaha Northwest again. So two wins against Northwest, who has three total wins, and they beat Bellevue East with five wins. Lincoln East or Lincoln High has five wins. The one star is that they almost upset Norfolk, falling at Norfolk by one earlier this month. Again, it's 25-13, Westside leading Carney High here at the half, and we will be back with the numbers right after this.
4: Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu.
1: Time now to take a look at our first-half stats on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First off, for the county Lady Bearcats, Alexis Michoud, 4 points, 1 rebound. Mariah Rost, 5 points, 2 rebounds. Kelsey Clark, two points and a rebound. Addison Wood, a rebound. Claire Vanderbeek, three rebounds. Ellie Dahlgren has two points. And Lawrence Strubing has two rebounds. Four rebounds in the first quarter, six in the second. Free throw shooting, three of four in the first quarter and two of four in the second. Three point shooting, O of two in the first and O of three in the second. Turnovers, seven in the first quarter and three in the second quarter. Foul situation. No problem. Carney had one foul called on him in the first half of play. Three points in the first quarter, 10 in the second, and at the half, 13 points, 10 rebounds, 5 out of 8 at the free throw line, 0 of 5 from 3-point land, and 10 turnovers. For Omaha West Side. Anna Sheehan has hit a 3-point bucket, 2 rebounds. Riley Nolan, 2 points, 2 rebounds. Ramione Pullum, 6 points on a couple of 3s. She's got 2 rebounds. Carolyn Leibel, two points and a rebound. Lauren Fair, two points. Jasmine McGinnis-Taylor, two points, three rebounds. Kennedy Beta, a rebound. Ella Wedegren has a three-point bucket. And Quinn Weideman, five points, a rebound, and a block. Five rebounds in the first quarter, seven in the second. Side has yet to go to the line, obviously, with only one foul on Carney. Three points, shooting two of five in the first quarter, three of seven in the second quarter. Turnovers, two in the first. And for the second foul situation, Libel has three. Wettigren and Weideman each have two. 12 points in the first quarter, 13 in the second. And at the half, Westside has 25 points, 12 rebounds. They've not been to the free throw line. Five of 12 from three-point land. One block and six turnovers. 16-2, and third-ranked Westside leads 8-6, and 10th-ranked Carney at the half by a score of 25-13. to 13. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation a Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Reventa Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. The second half is next.
2: Five Points Bank.
1: I want to thank Athletic Director Tom Kirkman here at Westside for his hospitality, a Tri-Cities boy out of Hastings, St. Cecilia. And we are glad to have you with us as we get ready for the second half of girls basketball. Can Carney High continue what they started over the final 90 seconds of the second quarter and get back into this basketball game? They cut it from 19 to 12. Time now for our Seeds to Success, brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy, Pioneer.com and mobile Pioneer.com on your smartphone. The great seeds to success for a better yield start with Pioneer. And what we were talking about, basically the whole first half for Carney High, shoot the ball. And they did in the final 90 seconds, and it worked. And they finally were able to put a little run together for Westside. If I was uh, watching Westside, I would want them to get the ball inside a little bit more. That's a lot of threes. But the way they were kind of dominating, do a better job. And Westside inbounds. It gets trapped right across the timeline and steps out of bounds. So not a good opening six seconds here for Westside. A real unforced error there for the Warriors. And it will be Bearcat basketball. So can they get right on it again here on their first possession? Clark with it up top. Warriors are going to stay in a man-to-man. Clark off the screen. They shove Ross of the way. And then when Clark gets to the ball or gets to the hoop, she is fouled by Wedigren. And she has three. So Wedigren with three. Leibel with three. Wideman with two. They're going to say it was before the shot. St. Cecilia leading Boys Town after one, 17-16 in the Centennial Conference Semifinals. And the inbounds pass up top, Strubing looks for that backdoor lob, gets it underneath, forcing the jumper, but scoring is Alexis Mishu. She was waiting for the whistle as they reached in and hit her on the arm, but she just regathered herself, put it up and in, and she's got six points, and it's 25-15. Full-court pressure on, trying to make the Warriors handle the basketball, and the over-the-top pass picked off by Wood. Wood headed the other way, and she gets fouled before she can get there. So this is what hurt Westside a little bit in the second quarter, not making good crisp passes against the tougher Kearney defense. Riley Nolan with her first personal foul, and Carney will throw it in. And before they can throw it in, we're going to get a timeout call here by Westside. So timeout on the floor by the Warriors. Their first of the game brought to you by Nebraska-Land National Bank. 7-17 to go in the third, 25-15 Westside.
2: Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County.
1: Well, could Carney's defense change things up here? They've already forced two west side turnovers on their first two possessions and two fouls. In just 45 seconds, Carney ball. Lob it up top to Wood. Avery holds it, swings it out to Ross. Again, trying to spread the floor here. Out to Clark. This is a little bit more of what it looked like the first 10, 14 minutes of the game. Now Wood breaks free of Nolan, drives in. The 8-footer is too strong. Offensive rebound. Back up and in by Alexis Mishu, Camped out underneath the hoop. And Carney is actually on a 13-2 run and trails 25-17. Wiedemann brings it across the timeline, gets into that trap, backs up to midcourt, fires it on the right wing to pull him. Pull him. Dribbles out to the right wing. Exaggerated look on her face, exasperated look, but makes a long skip pass. Now Nolan comes in, left-handed scoop shot, good. And it's Uh, 27-17. And the inbounds pass stolen away and scored. Wettergren just stepped in front and stole the inbounds pass. Back-to-back buckets, and the lead goes from 8 out to 12. 29-17 west side, 6.20 to go in the third quarter of play, but you can definitely tell the Warriors really just don't have a jump shot game. They have shot threes and have had layups. Nothing else. Off the screen, a Clark three, skips out no good. Weideman will pull down the rebound. Carney has yet to bury one from the outside. That was as clean a look as they've had. Into the left-hand corner, pull him. Maravion back out top. Mishi went for the steal. Couldn't get it. So dribble drive. Riley Nolan stops the free throw line. And they'll kick it into the corner to Leibel. Kick it into the corner. Excuse me, not Leibel. Wettergren. weddegren's pass knocked away. Another west side turnover. Outlet pass. Wood. Can she get to it? Yes. But now she needs some help. And throws a 25-foot pass out top. And Carney will set it up. 29-17 west side. Five and a half to go third quarter here on KKPR-FM. Carney Grant out on Hastings ball fake nobody bites so ross buries a 16 footer so Ross has seven Mishu has eight carney has 19 29 19 weideman handles the basketball with nola out here around the high around the half court line trying to get it to the high post and inside pull up got free missed the turnaround layup ball batted out of bounds off of carney and we are going to get four fresh sets of legs in there for Westside. We mentioned it in the pregame. Omaha West Side is going to be deeper. Carney really seven, maybe eight. Well, they played eight in the first half. Westside ball underneath their own hoop. 29-19. Warriors lead. Dump it into the right-hand corner. Nothing there. Get it back down low to McKinnis Taylor. She's trapped. Ball taken away. Wood comes out of there with it. That's already four turnovers in the first three minutes of the second half for Westside. Carney will get it to Clark. Clark over the right side, Wood, puts it on the baseline, comes all the way in and scores. Avery Wood with her first bucket of the ball game. And back-to-back buckets for Carney. It's back down to eight, 29-21, the extended 1-2-2 zone. Carolyn Leibel gets it into the front court to Sheehan, tries to lob it inside, picked off by Ross. Ross up ahead to Mishu. doesn't have numbers. And then she has it knocked out of her hands. We're going to get a jump ball, and the arrow points the way of well, Omaha West Side. Uh, bearcat turnover well they're going to give it to carney i thought carney got it to start the third quarter but maybe they know they did not my bad west side did because they stepped out of bounds my bad 424 to go here carney will keep the basketball can they get something done they drive into the lane shot apparently blocked as Mishu lost the handle, McGinnis Taylor takes it away. Here comes a foul at the other end—a shove right in the back of Wideman on Alexis Mishu. That is only the second foul on Carney, but that was wide open there. Coach wanted a two-shot foul, but will not get it, and Westside will throw it in. Trying to find Wideman, then they lob it inside, Strubing with the good defense on McGinnis Taylor. The shot no good. Rebound brought down to the Bearcats. Avery Wood will come out of there with it and get it to Kelsey Clark. Carney trying to crawl closer in this basketball game as the Warriors extend their defense over on the wing, right through Wood's hands and out of bounds. Just a simple pass, and they led Wood way too far. Thirteen turnovers here for Carney High but we now have 11 for Westside because they have five in the quarter. Westside 29, Carney 21, 345 to go here in the third quarter. The Warriors with a basketball being very patient against this zone trap. Coming up to take the pass at the top of the circle is Pullum gets it down to the baseline. Freshman is Wettergren. Wettergren gets it inside, and we got a foul on Carney. High. Goes on Avery Wood. Her first, team second. West Side ball underneath their own hoop. Wedigren to throw it in. Looks for Wideman. She'll have to go all the way out. Top takes it on the right side of the key. Wideman inside, finds Bita. Beta kicks it back out. They're looking for the three almost every time. Even Bita was so close. They try to lob it in again, and Strubing makes the good defensive play. Knocks the basketball away, and Carney gives it right back on the transition. And then Nolan drives in, gets tripped, and she'll go to the line and shoot two. These will be the first free throws of the game for Omaha West Side. First foul of the game on Rost. And now the free throws for Riley Nolan, who has a couple of buckets in the game for four points. In and out. Back off the rim, still won't go. Danielle Dirks checks in for West Side. So you have got Nolan shooting the free throws. You've got Wideman, Dirks, Pullum, and also Weddegren. Second free throw is good. So Nolan gets one of two, five points, 30 to 21 west side. As they put some pressure on, Carney does a pretty good job of handling it. Ross will get it to Clark. That's where they want it. Then they get out of the way, and Kelsey brings it across with a left-hand dribble. Picked up there by Weddegren who has three fouls, but Carney hasn't really forced the issue at her since she came back in the game. Pick and roll underneath, though. They do get the layup from Mariah Rost. Couldn't get that to work one time in the first half, and now they've done it a couple of times, and already 10 points in the third quarter for the Bearcats. Still trail 30-23. to 23. Remember, they were down 19. 23-4, Strobing goes for another steal, but Weddergren off the deflection, picks it up, then has to kick it out to pull him, and she wants to throw it out top to Weideman. Wideman now into the paint, one-hand runner off the glass, no good. Rebound brought down by Kelsey Clark. Clark on the outlet, gets it to Mishu. Long pass down to Strobing, but it's covered, and Carney turns it over. Baseball pass, they'll track meet it to the other end. Wideman off balance, throws it up, no good, and an over-the-back foul called on the Warriors. Coming in for the board. And it's going to be on Wideman. She and Dirks were both there. I know Coach Clark's saying, how about give that to my sub, who doesn't have any. So the foul's even at three apiece. Carney's now, they've cut it to seven. Now they've got to take that next step and get a bucket here. Up the floor, Mishu. guarded closely by Pullum. Now crossover, got Byer, takes it in with a left hand, switches and scores. Alexis Mishu, six in the quarter, ten in the game. 30-25. to 25. Boy, if the Bearcats had figured it out in the first 14 minutes of this game as the ball almost stolen away again, but instead of three from the right corner is an air ball. Offensive rebound pulled down by the Warriors, and a foul will be called on Carney High. That's the first three even attempted of this half after putting up 12 of them in the first half. And the foul is going to be on Avery Wood. Her second. And back in for the Warriors will be Carolyn Leibel and Anna Sheehan. Taking out the starters, Nolan and Pullum. West side ball underneath their own hoop. The lead only five. Lobbing out top again, looking for a three. Dribbling to the right wing, Wedigren. Wedigren stops against the double team, lobs it out top to Leibel. She'll throw it against the grain to Sheehan. Into the corner. Here's Wideman, They got by everybody, and her scoop shot off the glass. And in Quinn with just her first bucket of the second half. And she has seven points in the basketball game. 32-25 west side. A minute and a half to go in the third quarter, but there's some excitement for Carney, who never could have thought they would have been in this position after the first 12 minutes of the game. Here's Wood, draws the double team back to Strubing, but she does not shoot the ball unless it's right underneath. So she kicks it back out, gets it to Alexis Michoud. Over to Clark, way out away from the hoop on the right wing. Guarded tightly there by Weddegren. Over to Roust for three. Mariah Rost hits the three-pointer, the first three of the game for the Bearcats. They've cut it to four after being down 19. They've cut it by 15 points in the last eight and a half minutes. And the Warriors may play for the last shot. Let's find out. They'd have to kill a minute. Nope, they'll get it inside, and Dirks is fouled again. Dirks really wasn't a... Factor earlier, and now Avery Wood has picked up her third personal foul, 15 foul on Kearney High, and so here comes Julia Bauer into the game for the Bearcats, and Wood will check out 45 seconds to go in the quarter. Can the Bearcats come up with another good defensive stop here? Lob all the way out top to libel. Swings it over to Wideman. She's doubled by Clark and Ross, so she'll dribble up top. Then she runs into Mishu. Now she's having some real trouble. Throws it up for grabs. It's grabbed by Lauren Fair. Fair gives it off left wing. Here comes libel. A real tough out-of-control shot. No good. Bauer gets the rebound here for the Bearcats. There's still 25 seconds to go as they bring it into the front court. Right in front of the Bearcat bench, Coach Jason Boyd. Gives Kelsey Clark the instructions. Gets it to Bauer. Can Carney make it a one possession game going into the fourth quarter? Mishu well out on the right wing. We're down to 12. Up top to Clark. Clark guarded there by Leibel. High post. They're trying to set that curl screen. Five seconds to go. Off the screen, Ross sets up 17-footer. Won't go. And that is the end of the third quarter of play. But Carney is back in his basketball game after three. Westside 32. Carney 28 here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
2: Looking to protect your seed investment and grow your ROI? At Aurora Cooperative, we have been searching for the right combination of products that do just that. Through Aurora Acre Grow Programs, we have selected three sets of unique product combinations to help protect your seed investment while growing your overall profitability. To learn more about each program and see which one is the right fit for you and your acres, be sure to contact your Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist about this exciting new opportunity. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, and your future.
1: High school basketball here on Classic Hits 98.9. Doug Duda with you from Omaha West Side High School. In a game that looked like it was going to go down as one of the ugliest in Carney lore, now the Bearcats have at least put themselves into the game here with eight minutes to go. They were down 23-4 and had not scored a field goal until the one mark of the second quarter. And now they're down four. 32-28, west side ball again against the pressure. Wideman has it at the top of the circle. Carney really shading her in this zone. She's dribbling around, brings it to the top of the circle, gives it to Nolan, looked at the three, passed on it, gives it to Wideman. After shooting 12 threes in the first half, they've attempted one in the second half, and it was Wedigren, and she'll try this one from the left corner. It is no good, and they're streaming to pull down a rebound for the Bearcats. Her third of the game, 32-28 west side, the number three team in the state. Gets it to Bauer. Bauer drives left baseline into the double team. Needs some help. Now skip pass back out to Rost. A long three. It's good, and we've got a one point game. Mariah Rost with 15 points. 32, 31. With seven minutes to go in the game. Wideman to the high post. Gets it into the hands of Beto over on the right wing. Nolan against the Carney zone. Now Wideman for three. No good. Offensive rebound. They'll pull him uncontested. Puts it back up. And good. Nice play by. The senior, Ramion Pullum, to be right there and knock down a much-needed bucket for the Warriors. Bauer, starting the fourth quarter, she came in late in the third when Wood got her third off the screen. They get it to Michoud, but she's double-teamed, needs to get it out. Does, reverses it. Clark gets it to Ross, takes it at Wideman, who has three fouls. Wideman with good defense, and Ross has to bring it back out top. Clark, one dribble, lobs it over to Strubing. Now everybody's out around the three-point arc again. They'll get it into the hands of Alexis Michoud. 34-31 34-31 west side, and Ross is all the way out at the center circle. Gets it back over to Mishu, Alexis. Big start to the third quarter for her. Mishu and Rost have 25 of the Carney 31 points and that has not been unusual. Now Carney gets it to Bauer, starts to drive to the left elbow, cut off, skips it out to Rost. Carney needs to get a shot here. They get it down low to Mishu, dribbles around one up and under. What a move inside, a beat and a score. Alexis Mishu even got hipped a little bit and kept her balance. Westside 34, Kearney 33, 5.40 to go here in the ballgame, and the boys will follow. Warriors with a basketball, Nolan. Again, they play about 28 feet away. Wideman drives one-hand floater off the square and in. Just a runner off the backboard. She now has nine, but she averages 20 a game, and it is 36-33. 33 Carney with the basketball down three, streaming at the top of the circle, looks for the back cut. It's covered. Now underneath, she gets it to Mishu again. Off balance jumper, no good. Rebound pulled down by Weddegren her first of the game. West Side gets it to Weideman. Weideman pulls up from ten and got back to back buckets. So Twin Weideman now finally finding a little space in the lead. Back to five for West Side. Off back to back buckets and Carney High is going to call a timeout. They'll have two remaining. 5 minutes to go in a basketball game Omaha West Side 38 Carney 33 this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank in the Centennial Conference, boys' semifinals tonight at halftime. Hastings, St. Cecilia, 35, Boys Town, 29 on 1230 AM, KHAS. Right now, five minutes to go in our girls' contest here on Classic Hits, 98.9 and Platriverpreps.com. Out of the Carney timeout, they'll have the ball trailing 38-33, and back in is Avery Wood. She has it at the top of the circle over to Kelsey Clark against the man-to-man. Really picking up the defensive intensity out of the timeout. And the ball is stolen away at the top of the circle by McGinnis-Taylor. Goes in for the layup, but missed it. Missed it. Gets her own rebound. Puts it up and scores. She won the battle for the loose ball. And Kearney High now down by seven. Six straight points here after the Bearcats finally got it to one. Still plenty of time. 4.30 to go, but now Westside has started to find some offense. Drooping with it at the top of the circle. McGinnis-Taylor on her. Back up top to Clark. Over to Michoud. West Side has continued to rotate about nine girls. Trying to force it inside. There was nothing there. Carney turns it over. And Pullum goes to the other end. Makes the layup and draws the foul. Great play by Pullum. And this was the west side we were kind of waiting to see all night long. Where had this been for the first 24 minutes? I guess they had to have the pressure put on them. It's the second foul on Rost. 16 foul on the Bearcats. Pull them. Now with 10 points. Make it 11. So back-to-back turnovers lead to -to back-to-back buckets and the free throw. And now a foul in the backcourt called on Riley Nolan. Trying to steal the basketball away. For Nolan, that'll be her second. It's only the third foul, fourth foul of the half on Omaha West side, But the lead... Up to ten again. Nine straight for Omaha West Side. Against the pressure, another pass that's stolen away. Two on one. Weideman, layup. And Carney High thought they were back in the ball game and now started making mistakes again and turning the ball over. And we have got a trial on the backcourt on Carney High against the pressure. I don't know about that one, and Coach Boyd is not happy either. So West Side feeling the momentum. Probably the official getting it as well. And so West Side to throw it in. And you know how it is. When the Metro comes out to Carney, Grant Allen Hastings, they think that they're getting job. And when the Tri-Cities come to the Metro, they think the same thing. Here's a three that is no good by the freshman Wettegrin. And the rebound brought down by Strubing. Nobody to pass it to, so she'll bring the ball into the front court. 45-33, an eleven oh run. By Omaha Westside after Carney had cut it to one down 19 early. Wood gets it to Ross. Top of the key three. It is no good. Rebound comes out into the corner. Picked up by Mishu. Alexis needs some help. they will swing it to the baseline. Wood takes the 10-footer. It's flat. No good. Rebound brought down by Nolan. And we're down to 3.10 to go. Nolan coast to coast. Has it knocked off her leg and out of bounds. And it comes back to uh, Westside. They say it did not get knocked off her leg. and the Warriors to throw it in. Up 45-33, lob it out top. Weddegren with it, into the corner, they'll get it to pull them down to the block. There's a foul called on Carney High's Mariah Ross trying to deny McGinnis Taylor the ball. McGinnis got it in deep, and she will go to the line to shoot two. But it looks like the Bearcats are gonna run out of time. They already had their one big run as McGinnis Taylor We'll put the first free throw of the game up for her, and it's good. Don't forget when we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have all the final stats for you. Get you ready for the boys' contest between Carney and Westside. Carney boys going for their eighth straight win. Second free throw, also good for McGinnis-Taylor. 47-33, a 13-0 run, and on the inbounds, almost stolen away by McGinnis-Taylor. Struman gets it. Throws it underneath the west side basket, but Ross picks it up. Now comes the other way, gets it tipped, has to get rid of the basketball. Carney somehow keeps it alive to Clark. Good ball fake, attacks the hoop, draws the blocking foul on Riley Nolan. That'll be her third. And at the line will be Kelsey Clark, who has not been to the line. Carney five of eight. This will be their first free throw attempt of the second half. So west side didn't get any in the first half. This is the first attempt for Carney in the second half and the free throw by Clark is good and that will snap the 13-0 run here in the fourth quarter 47-34 second free throw also good so Clark hits them both 47-35 Warriors long pass McGinnis-Taylor's wide open underneath the hoop missed the shot got her own rebound and then decides to kick it out and Westside can use some time here. They get it to Wideman Quinn dribbling around, now sees the lane open, drives dishes, and McGinnis-Taylor is the benefactor. Six in the quarter and eight in the game. On the assist from Wideman. 49-35 with two and a half to go. Bearcats and Kelsey Clark with a basketball working on Pullum. Front court gives it off to Strubing, but Carney now just doesn't have a lot of time to waste. They need to get into that offense that ended the second and started the third, put the ball on the floor and go. Because there's only 210 left and they're down by 14. Stroobing over to Wood. Back up top to Rost. Swings it over to Mishu. Mishu ball fake. There it is. Drives in, got the defender in the air, and scores. Alexis Mishu with 14. And Kearney High will call the timeout. They'll have only one remaining in the game. 159 to go. Omaha West side 49. Kearney 37. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. two huge runs in the game, one to start it and one basically to end it for Omaha West Side, the Osare Care Hospice moments of the game brought to you by Osare Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond, call Osare Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. With a minute 20 to go in the second quarter, West Side was up 23 to 4. Kearney cuts it to 34 33 and West Side scores 13 in a row to uh, it looks like put this one away with two minutes to go. Full court press. Westside still not close to getting to half court. Wideman gets across the timeline, and we will get a foul called on Carney High. It took 12 seconds for Westside to get across. That's the bad thing. When you come out of a timeout, you know exactly how much time was on the clock. It took them 12 seconds to get into the front court. And a one and one coming up. Wideman hits it. Seven in the quarter, fourteen in the game. 50 to 37. West Side. Second free throw. Weideman will put it up and it's good. 51 37. Carney's gonna see some full court pressure just to, to slow it down, just so it takes a while for Carney to get it up there. West side just kind of getting in the way. Clark up the floor, gives it to Ross, back to Kelsey, a minute 40 to go. Swings it over to Strubing, you had to pop out and take it. Guarded by McGinnis-Taylor, it opens the lane, the pass inside though is dropped, and Carney will turn it over for the 20th time, and flying up the floor, Riley Nolan, and knows that she doesn't need to take the shot, so she'll bring it all the way out to half court. Tries to stay out of the trap, but stands out of bounds, right in front of the pep band over there. Kelsey Clark and Alexis Michoud. West Side, that's their first turnover of the fourth quarter. One reason Carney cut it to one is they forced six turnovers by West Side in the third quarter of play. But then Carney has ten turnovers in each half. 115 to go. West Side will go to 17 and 2, and Carney will drop their fourth straight to go to eight and seven. Off a couple of screens, they'll get it to Ross, trying to find a way to get a three-pointer away at the top of the circle. Working on Wideman, then kicks it back on the right wing to Clark. Clark with a left-hand dribble. Dribbles it off of her foot as she takes it to the hoop and out of bounds. And there's been, unfortunately, a mini-bevy of those. And is Coach Boyd going to clear the bench? I think he is. 55 seconds to go. And a lot of the girls we've already seen. Carney High will get Maddie Dahlgren in there, Ellie Dahlgren, Vanderbeek, Addison Wood will check in. And also Bauer is back in. The Warriors have already used about 11 girls, but they'll get a fresh look at Abby Hellman, a freshman, will come into the ball game. So this one just has the last 55 seconds to play out. Waiting to check in was Elizabeth Robinson. They just got her to the scores table a little late. See if there'll be a break in the action to get her in. Warriors with a basketball up top. Libel has it. One of the stranger games I've seen maybe ever as the ball is tapped up top of wood wood trying to make the steal all the way at the other end she ends up getting tripped and they call carney for the travel so there was never an exchange of the possession but it goes all the way to the back court and west side will throw it in and that allows robinson to check in 51 37 west side never trailed in the basketball game carney high was down 19 cut it to one but then Westside had their best offensive spurt of the game here in the fourth quarter. Scored 13 in a row. Here's Hellman with it. dribbles into the double team, trying to knock it out of there. Vanderbeek goes out of bounds. Last touched by West Side, with 18 seconds remaining. The New West Post game show coming up. Addison Wood with a left-hand dribble across the timeline. Works to the right side. Gives it there to Ellie Dahlgren. Trying to run the offense for one more good look. Skip pass over to Vanderbeek. Vanderbeek to the left baseline. Kicks it back out to Wood. Four seconds to go. Carney high to Wood. Wood will get the shot off at the buzzer. And that is the end of the game as it is off the mark. The final score, Omaha Westside 51 and Carney 37 back with the U.S. Postgame show right after this.
4: At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Carney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal with two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professional move and improve the earth for you.
5: South Central Avenue, Carney.
1: And welcome back to Omaha West Side. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Tom Kirkman. Game one is in the books. And it is time for our New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. First off, let's take a look at the final numbers that we had for the Carney Lady Bearcats. Alexis Michoud, 14 points, 3 rebounds. Mariah Ross led the way with 15 points and 2 rebounds. Kelsey Clark, 4 points, 2 rebounds. Julia Bauer had a rebound. Avery Wood, 2 points and a rebound. Addison Wood, a rebound. Claire Vanderbeek, 3 rebounds. Ellie Dahlgren, 2 points. Lauren Strubing, 4 rebounds. Kearney High had 13 points in the first half, 24 in the second half, 37 points, 17 rebounds, 7 out of 10 at the free throw line, 2 of 9 from three-point land. They had 21 turnovers, and the Bearcats fall to 8 and 7. It's their fourth straight loss, and tomorrow afternoon they'll play at 245 at Lincoln High, and the teams are staying the night, and so they will not be making the trip all the way back to Kearney and then getting up first thing and traveling east again. So for Carney High, uh, they will be at Lincoln High tomorrow, and that doubleheader will be on ESPN, 1460 at 245. And Carney uh, High then returns home on Tuesday, also on ESPN Radio, to take on Hastings. We'll look at the final numbers for Westside right after this.
4: Parents, your job is hard. Helping your student find a college won't be your last parental duty. At Hastings College, we promise to say everything you would because we mentor students as if they're our own. Find us at Hastings.edu.
0: Platriverpreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week. Covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska, whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at platriverpreps.com.
2: This is Mike Allison with Nebraska Land National Bank. Confidence in your bank has never been more important than today. Here at Nebraska Land National Bank, you can take solace knowing that we will always do the right thing to be fair with our customers. We work with our customers to tailor services to meet their individual needs and always have their best interests at heart. It's been a cornerstone of our culture from the beginning. We thank our customers and community for your ongoing confidence in us.
3: Nebraska Land National
2: Bank. Member FDIC.
1: Continuing on on the New West Post game show, here's a look at the final numbers for the Westside Lady Warriors. They had eight players score. Anna Sheehan had three points on a three-point bucket, two rebounds. Riley Nolan, five points, three rebounds. Ravion Pullum had 11 points, three rebounds. Carolyn Leibel, two points and a rebound. Lauren Fair, two points. Jasmine McGinnis-Taylor had eight points, six of those in the fourth quarter, five rebounds and a block. Daniel Dirks, a rebound. Kennedy Bita, a rebound. Ella Weddingren. Wedegren had five points, one rebound, and then leading the way as usual, Quinn Whiteman 15 points, but eight of those were in the fourth quarter, two rebounds and one block as Omaha Westside outscored Cardi 19-9 in the fourth. And of those 19, McGinnis, Taylor, and Weidemann had 14 of them and the other five to pull them. Side had 25 points at halftime. They scored 26 in the second half. 51 points, 19 rebounds, 6 out of 7 at the free throw line, 5 of 16 from 3-point land. They were 0 of 4 from 3-point land in the second half. They had 2 block shots and 14 turnovers. Westside now picks up their 7th consecutive win to get to 17-2 and two on the season, and the 3rd ranked Warriors will be playing next week at Lincoln North Star on Thursday, and that's their only game next week. So that's what Westside has coming up. And uh, they have to play Lincoln Southwest and Bellevue West, two other top ten teams, before the end of the regular season. Well, we'll take about a fifteen-minute break, and then be back with the boys' game. Now, again, West Side just four and twelve, but Tri citys coming east. You just never know when you come to play the Metro. Uh, we'll talk about West Side and Carney coming up at about fifteen. You've been listening to the New West Post Game Show. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Again, they're just getting underway in the second half on 1230 KHAS St. Cecilia Boys leading Boys Town at the half, 35-29. Final score, Westside Girls 51, Carney 37. Carney was down 19 with a minute and a half to go in the second quarter cut it to one, and Westside scored 13 in a row to put it away. For our producer-engineer Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda. Keep it here for more Bearcat basketball in 20 minutes.
2: The preceding has been a KKPR Sports Production.